preacher quick. It's kind of like metric quick or something, yeah. I want to teach you into communion because I believe it's one of the things the Lord has given us to walk in divine health. It's interesting, in Israel, what were they eating? Uh, Remember, they got delivered from Egypt. And what were they eating in the promised land? They were eating manna. Jesus, what did he say in John 6? He said, that manna that you were eating in the desert, he said, that was actually me. As they feasted on Jesus, they had divine health for 40 years. What did Jesus say in the community? He said, this is my body. As the Israelites feasted on his body, they walked in divine health. I want to just talk to you guys about this because I think that, guys, we can't let Old Testament sinful, unbelieving Israel have the high watermark for what Jesus paid for. They walked in divine health in the Old Covenant. He's like, they were feasting on me, and communion is a feast on him. Growing up taking communion, the thing that sticks out to me growing up was a fear of God's judgment. I don't know how you guys grew up with communion, but it was like, if you have any sin in your life, you're eating and drinking judgment on yourself. Did anyone else kind of grow up with this kind of thing, or is it just me? Okay. So thank you for that no. I appreciate that. Thank you. And so, uh, but there, there was some hands that went up too. So it wasn't just me in isolation. And I'm not saying that it was necessarily any preacher that I was under. It's just somehow that came upon me. Some of it was, uh, some preachers actually said, you're eating and drinking judgment on you. So I'm like, I don't even want to take communion. The very thing that was supposed to be life to us became something that became judgment to us. And so it's interesting, um, uh, you know, so there was all this time of like, you know, searching yourself to see if there was any sins. How many of you have ever had a, a time of serious introspection and come out encouraged? Has anybody ever done that? <laughs> I don't know about you. When I go deep, I come out discouraged. I'm not like, oh, I'm amazing, God. You got such a good deal. Like, there's none of that going on, right? Because I was so concerned about eating and drinking unworthily. And now, it's interesting. When Jesus gave communion, he said, do this in remembrance of me. He didn't say, do this in remembrance of your sin. Come on, somebody. What if communion is supposed to be about how good God is, not how bad we are? It's interesting. This is the only place I know of in the Bible where uh, the Bible says, here's the reason why some Christians are sick and dying. He's actually going to give us some reasons. And here's the thing, is if we do the opposite, here's some reasons why Christians will walk in health. You guys ready for this? 1 Corinthians 11, 23. What happens if we take it properly? We're going to get healed. 1 Corinthians 11, 23. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. This is Paul giving instructions about what Jesus did for the first communion service. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of your sin. No. Do this in remembrance of me. The power's in the remembering. A lot of people are trying to get all theological. Is the, does, his body, does the bread actually become his body? Is it in, with, or upon his body, and this and that? I can't figure all of it out, but I do know the powers in the remembering, not in figuring out all the theology of the bread. You can figure out the theology in the bread. I'm just not that smart. The power is in the remembering of what he did. In the same way, verse 25, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Verse 27, whoever therefore eats this bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then and see, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill and some have died. Let's look at verse 27 again. Whoever therefore eats the bread 
or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. I grew up thinking that if I was unworthy, that I was taking communion in an unworthy manner. That's not what this is talking about. It didn't say, and then I would get sick and somehow die. God's judgment would come upon me. Um, Something that was supposed to be a blessing got turned into a curse. Paul is not saying that we should not partake if we are unworthy. He is saying that we should not partake in an unworthy manner. There's a big difference. What does it mean to eat and drink in an unworthy manner? Let's look at the next verses. Let's look at, start with 27 again. For who, are we okay? Are we following? Whoever therefore eats the bread, I'm already halfway done. Whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and, of, body and blood of the Lord. Now he's going to describe what an unworthy manner is. Let a person examine himself. Then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body. How do, you, how do you eat and drink in an unworthy manner? You don't acknowledge what you're actually doing. And if you don't have faith, if you're not looking at the cross, you're not going to get the benefits of the cross. What did the cross do? It delayed the judgments. It, it, it completely eliminated the judgment effects of our sin upon humanity. And if you're not recognizing the body of the Lord, it's not going to do any good for you. And it's as, as if he never died for those things because you're not taking them by faith. Did I say it too fast? <laughs> Verse 29 tells you what it means to partake of communion in an unworthy manner. When you fail to discern or understand the significance of the Lord's body, you're eating or drinking in an unworthy manner. How were the Corinthians doing it? Well, in the context there, they were treating it like a normal meal. They were partying. People were coming in and said some were getting drunk. Some people didn't even get to eat because some were going through the buffet line and pigging out. They were treating it like a common meal, and they were doing it in an unworthy manner, not recognizing that it represented their healing. We're going to get to that in just a second. And because they didn't recognize it, They were getting sick, and they were dying when they were literally holding healing right in their hands. Let's look at the result of taking communion in an unworthy manner, uh, verse 29. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body, that's the unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment on himself, that is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. When you don't recognize what you're eating, you do not receive the benefits of Jesus' broken body, which is healing and wholeness. And as a result, what happened? They were weak, sick, and died. I don't know if you guys are catching this. There's not many verses in the Bible where it's like, here's why some of you are sick. It's because you're not recognizing what's available. When we underestimate what happened to us on the cross, we fail to discern the body. So what happens if we examine ourselves and we recognize what happens? Isn't it interesting? We recognize what the bread represents. We properly discern the body. Well, if it's weakness and death... When we don't recognize it, it's health, strength, and wholeness when we do recognize it. Communion's good news, or the Lord's Supper, or the Eucharist, whatever your tradition is, it's Jesus that binds us together. So how do you discern the body of Jesus properly? Well, how about we do that together here? Does that sound good? So if we could have our our ushers and usherettes, we're an equal opportunity church here, and so... Come, and I'm gonna ha- uh, we're going to uh, form a couple of lines, and I'm going to have you guys come and get, do we have it all in, yeah, I think we got it all in like a, like a package. I'm going to have you guys come and get the, br- the bread in the cup and hold it, and I'm going to walk you through this, and we're going, whoever didn't get healed, let's just go ahead and receive it through the Lord's Supper. I will.